Good morning, everyone. We are very happy to be here. This is our first time here, but we have found love. We have found great reception. We were here on Thursday with the VBS kids, and we enjoyed ourselves. Thank you very much for inviting us to come here. Um, our service is going to be, not service, our sermon is going to be very short. Maybe the shortest you have ever heard. Uh, <laughs> the reason is that um, we also want to take time to talk to you about our ministry. So uh, some would call this a devotional. But our sermon this morning is going to come from two long passages of scripture about the same story. Uh, John 6, verses 1 to 14, which the story is also found in Matthew 14, verses 13 to 21. This is a very, very familiar uh, story. This is about the feeding of the 5,000 men. Um, most of you can relate that even in, in your sleep. <laughs> but I want to take two points uh, about this story. And we won't read because it's so long. But in um, John 6, verse 9, it says, Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. This young boy had come to see Jesus with many others. And he had come with his food that he intended to eat when he got hungry. But the biggest point here is, one of the biggest points is that this boy was from a poor family. Because the word, the word used here for the bread, the barley bread, it was bread for the poor. He was a poor guy with five loaves of bread and two fish. But Jesus then says, um, bring, bring that to me. And this young boy came not knowing that Jesus was going to use his bread and fish or his food for a miracle. Even with us, if we are true Christians, wherever we are, Jesus can work miracles through us. We tend to want to wait until Sunday when we come to beautiful church buildings like this and then expect that Jesus could talk to me and work miracles through me. But he wants to do that at your workplace. He wants to do that at, in the field when you are working. 
He wants to do that when you come to a, to a gas station. He wants to work miracles out of you. So wherever you are, Jesus wants to use you. Even if you have bread for the poor, that is suited for the poor, he, he will use you. So stand up for him in whatever situation you are, because he will use you. The second point that I want to bring out to you is that Jesus can do so much more with so little. There were 5,000 men. In the Hebrew culture, you did not count the women and the children. So one com commentary said, maybe there were 20,000 people there. These were just men, so don't think it was just 5,000 people who were fed with five loaves of, of, of uh, bread and two fish. It was much more than that. The disciples of Jesus did not believe that they were going to be able to feed so many. But Jesus then says in Matthew 14, verse 8, Bring them to me, here to me. Bring me the five loaves of bread. Bring me the two fish. Bring them to me. Many times, we think we cannot participate in missions because we don't have much. We cannot go for short-term ministries because we don't have much. We cannot do that for God because we don't have much. But if we bring whatever we have to him in prayer, he will multiply that to where there will be, surprisingly, there will be leftovers. Where you thought people were going to tear this apart, there will be leftovers. The problem is that we forget to go to him in prayer and bring our problems to him, bring the problems of our friends to him, bring the problems in our country to him, bring the problems of mission work to him. If we do, he will multiply the effect and will be effective. I want to conclude this short sermon with us singing the song, Take It to the Lord in Prayer. Um, let's sing together. Yes, I, I cannot, even though I have four eyes, I cannot see very well over there, so I will also look over here. <laughs> if you could lead us. <clears throat> We have in Jesus all our sins and graves to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, 
and peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, we are going to present to you our ministry. As you have heard from Virgil, our friend Virgil Klotfelter, we are Zindoga and Dina Bungu. You can call me Dr. B. That's how I'm called by most people in our area in Zimbabwe. I came to the United States after the influence of a mentor, Dr. David Grubbs, who was a missionary at Mashoko, intending to go to Bible college and to medical school and be a missionary doctor like him. So I went to Bible college, at Cincinnati Bible College, in the early 70s, and then from there I went for pre-med. After pre-med, I uh, interviewed for med in uh, medical schools and did not get a place. So I sort of forgot about medical school and went to Moorhead State University in Moorhead, Kentucky for a master's in biology. After finishing that, I went to Purdue University for a PhD in physiology. Then I decided I really need to go to medical school. Then I went to medical school. And after finishing that, we went back home. And we have been working at Mashoko Christian Hospital for the past uh, 36 years. We want to share with you our ministry. Uh, I have to face this because I have to point. OK. <clears throat> This is the front of Mashoko Christian Hospital. That's the green is Mashoko Christian Hospital. And those uh, solar panels there were donated to us last year by the United Nations. And we are very thankful because uh, they are able to supply all our el electricity needs in the hospital except for the sterilizer, which takes too much electricity. Next. This is our hospital. Uh, the other parts are not in the picture. Next. That's the whole hospital. Over here is the School of Nursing, our chapel, uh, and other buildings. This lake here is Lake Mashoko. It doesn't be belong to us. It's a government lake that is used to irrigate uh, corn over there. Next. Let's go to the next picture. This is Mashoko Christian Hospital right there. The front is here. That's where those panels were. And our house, the house we stay in is over there. And so this is our hospital. Next. That's Zimbabwe in green. And this is Africa with Egypt over there, South Africa down here. And Zimbabwe with Harare, our capital city. To the east, our neighbor is Mozambique. To the south is South Africa. To the west is Botswana. And to the north is Zambia. 
Next. Uh, again, this is uh, Zimbabwe, and that's Mashoko. We take, we uh, catch airplanes to come here from Harare, and from Harare to Mashoko, that's, uh, uh, that's 300 miles. And it takes us about six and a half to seven hours of driving. Next, the flag of Zimbabwe. Next, <coughs> these words here are words that direct our ministry. They were said by the founder of Mashoko Christian Hospital, Dr. Dennis Pruitt. He said to his churches in 1962, medical evangelism is the best way in the world to put Christian ideals into action. You see with your eyes and touch with your hands and feel with your heart the love Christ had for people when he helped them. This is made more wonderful when you see the appreciation from a people who now understand that the love that God had for all peoples is manifested in his servants. Next. That's Dr. Pruitt, the founder of the hospital, and this is Dr. Grubbs, who brought me to the United States to study. These are other doctors who have worked at Mashoko before. Next. This is our motto. We preach, teach, and heal. Next. Our mission is Mashoko Christian Hospital exists to preach the gospel to all who come seeking for treatment of their physical ailments while providing quality health care to them. Next. Our vision is we seek to provide the best health care possible to those who enter our doors so that in the end, they see Jesus' compassion in us and praise him. Next. Our organization is called Mashoko Christian Hospital Incorporated. This is a 501c3 organization, and that's our website. It's there on the papers outside, and this is my email. It's also there on the papers, and my Zimbabwe number, and this is our email in Zimbabwe, the hospital's email and phone number. Next. As you can see, of course, you didn't know me. When I came here, I had a, like an afro. <laughs> but now I, it's gone. Uh, that means we need to retire and go home. So we are trying, we are raising younger people to take over. And we have taken uh, from Jethro, Moses, advice from Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, who advised Moses in Exodus 18, 17 to 22, where in verse 18 he said, the work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone. Verse 21, but select capable men, men who fear God, trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain and appoint them as officials. So we have selected a preacher who is known as Suspicion Muzanire, to be the director of our evangelism and administration, and he's the one who leads all non-clinical areas of our work. 
and he just obtained a PhD in missiology from South Africa, and we, we have taken the medical superintendent, whoever is the senior doctor, to lead the clinical areas. Next. That's my wife and I, a few years ago. Next. That's my wife and I, last month. Next. And this is our family. That's my wife and I, and this is our daughter, firstborn, and her husband, Nigel. Uh, he's from Zimbabwe. And this is our secondborn, Kuzaishe Robert, and his wife, Chipo. Uh, Chipo is also from Zimbabwe. And this is our third-born, Tizrai Blessing, and his wife, uh, Daniela. She's from Mozambique. And this is our youngest one, Kudakwashe uh, David. He got married last year, but that was after this picture had been taken. Uh, he, he and him went to Cincinnati Christian University. Uh, and he's at Mashoko working with us in counseling. Next, this is Suspicion Mzanire, and this is his wife. This is when we're celebrating his graduation with a PhD. Next. We start all our work at Mashoko with devotions, and these are student nurses that we teach at Mashoko. Next, we try to hurry. This picture really doesn't have much meaning, but I'm proud because my camera showed even the shadows. <laughs> Next, this story is an emotionally satisfying story in our ministry. This young girl, young lady, was born at Mashoko with her intestines outside her body. I delivered her and I did the surgery to put back the intestines. Most babies with that die. She didn't die. And she went home. We reviewed her for about a year and found that she was okay and she disappeared. Then one day when I was going to the hospital, this young lady who was pregnant, she was among other pregnant women, she said, may I speak with you? Are you Dr. Bungo? I said, yes. She said, you may not remember me, but 21 years ago, you delivered me from my mother, and I had the intestines out, and you operated on me, and now it's me, I've come to deliver my own baby. <laughs> and she delivered the baby, and she has delivered a second one. The sad part of it is that when she was introduced to her a husband's, uh, to her boyfriend's uh, family, and she, they went to bathe in the river, the sisters of the boyfriend saw a, a cut on her and thought she had a C-section. And they said to their brother, this lady is lying to you. She didn't tell you that she has babies somewhere. <laughs> Yet she didn't have. But I'm really thankful to God for the survival of this lady. Next. This is her mother who had come to see her at the hospital. Next. Okay. This is our executive, the leaders at the hospital with uh, 
suspicion of Zanire, and this is the tutor in charge. Um, this is uh, the medical superintendent, the matron, and I, and the other doctor we have. Next. These are where the doctors three, about two months, uh, a month ago, and when we left, uh, Dr. Mastoko, Dr. Majangara, and Dr. B. Next. Uh, these are the maternity department workers. Next. And the, the clerks, uh, no, not the clerks, the, yeah, the IT people. Next. And these are the theater or OR staff. Next. These were the ones who were on duty. You know, it's not just the two of them or the three of them. These are uh, part of the general hands. Next. This team, including Suspicion Muzanire, is our outreach team. This is the core outreach team. We'll see another picture with others. And this is our son, uh, David Kudakwashi. Next. And this is the full outreach team with Suspicion, a preacher, Mteiwa, um, a preacher, a lay. Um, lay people who work with, with David in counseling. Next. And these are general hands. Next. He is the rehab technician. Next. Uh, she is the uh, laboratory technician. Next. One school of nursing class. Next. Another school of nursing class. Next. This outpatient department, next. Uh, these are clericals, and this is my secretary. This one is another a person we thank the Lord for. This young man, uh, in grade two, walking to school, was beaten by a puff adder. And so he had to go back home. His parents thought that he had been bewitched Somebody sent a snake to bite him because he was intelligent. And their children were not intelligent. So they went, instead of coming to the hospital, they went to a witch doctor for his treatment. And the leg became gangrenous, the lower leg. To such an extent that the witch doctor then said, go to the hospital because your son no longer has enough blood. Go and get blood. But he should not be operated on or else he will die. So the parents brought him to us and we examined him and said he needed to be amputated below the knee. And they said, no way, he's going to die. That's where we've been informed by our traditional doctor, and even took him back. Then they came the following week. The leg was bad, was very bad. We amputated him. Then we decided to support him through school. So he went through primary school. After primary school, he went through secondary school. After secondary school, he went through university. And we were supporting him with prosthesis, too, throughout. Now he is the human resources 
officer of Mashoko Christian Hospital, and he's married to one of our nurses. Next. Okay, here are some more general hands. Next. And uh, this is the female side department, and this is Edwell's wife. The, that young man, the human resources officer, that's his wife. Next. Okay, we want to talk to you about the projects that we want to raise funds for. Please pray to see how you can participate in this. Next. The first one <coughs> is that we want to buy a four-ton truck so that we haul medicines, foodstuffs, and other things for the hospital from the city three hours away. Uh, the one we have was bought in 1994. And these days when it goes to town, we are not sure if the driver will be back. <laughs> so we need to replace it, and we've already got quotations from a company in South Africa for 42,000. But we need to make sure we add a bull bar because in our area, cattle cross the road all the time and donkeys and so forth. And you know, donkeys will just stand there. So we need a bull bar, we need to transport it from South Africa, we need some spare parts for it, and customs clearing as well as registration to a total of 50,000. So please, if you could pick up a paper from there, all this information is there so that you could send us a check and we'll buy it at the end of the year when we we'll go back. Next. This is the type of truck that we want. The bed is not there yet, but it will have a long bed on the back. Next. The next thing is for us to get a, a uh, more supply of water, clean water. Uh, we call those, them boreholes, wells. We want to sink a, an 80-meter well, which is about 120 yards, isn't it? 80 meters? Is it about 120 yards deep? And that will cost 10,300, but this one is not going to take our money as far as monthly because we want it to be solar powered. So if you could please pray about it and see if you can contribute to us getting this well. Next. The next thing, this and that are the same thing. I am at Mashoko, my wife and I at, are at Mashoko because it's a calling to us. We are there to preach. I came to the United States to study and go back. But the doctors who come to work with us don't come there because of a calling. They may not even be Christians. They come as employment. They want money. And Mashoko is not in the city. The nearest city is three hours away. Uh, for these young doctors to stay at Mashoko, they need an incentive. So we give the doctors $700 each to retain them at Mashoko. Uh, this past year, we had four doctors under me, and three of them left. So one remained. So whereas I was semi-retired, I had to go back to work. So we need 
to retain these doctors. Please assist us. It's the, the paper is out there. Next. Okay, uh, this one just rushed. It's our budget. We also need support for a total of about, about 16,000 per month. Next. Next. Just go ahead. Yeah. We have left several beautiful things. For example, Zimbabwe has the Victoria Falls, one of the seven wonders of the world. We could have shown, but we, we don't have the time. We have Wange Game Reserve and many other game reserves with the big five. The elephants, the lions, all those things are there. But we want to invite you, our friends, to come to Zimbabwe, to Mashoko Christian Hospital for short-term ministries. We'll put you to work and we'll take you to these places. But I want to tell you that once you have been there, you will never be the same. You will never, you'll be touched. But not only that, you'll be blessed. You would have blessed us and God is going to bless you. I want to thank you for listening to our presentation. Uh, may God bless you. Thank you.